0: Hello, everybody, and happy holidays from all of us at Bavarian Podcast Works. Now, this episode was recorded back in November, but we had had a number of problems with trying to upload it, and we've had multiple requests to try to get that fixed. So, thank you all first for being a little patient. And again, thank you to Phil for doing this episode. And I figured since this is the holiday season and in the spirit of giving, we will give you this episode that you've been wanting for so long. So Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy whatever holiday that you celebrate and Happy New Year as well. Now, let's get to our interview with Phil Bonnie. Hello everybody and welcome to this very special, another bonus episode of Bavarian Podcast Works. I'm joined today by yet another member of the media, somebody who we've long received requests for ever since we did our very first episode with Derek Ray. He is known as one of the other amazing voices of the Bundesliga in America. You can find him calling games on Fox. I'm joined today by the wonderful, the magnificent Phil Bonney. Phil, how are you doing today and where are you calling in from?
1: Oh, I'm uh, I'm doing very well after that. Uh, well, you really picked up my introduction there. That's, uh, that's very nice. I'm calling from a very cold Cologne.
0: By the way, how has uh, Cologne been doing so far this year?
1: Well, they've not really hit the expected level of uh, of, of performance. That's that's for sure. Um, they will point the finger very firmly in the direction of some uh, less than optimal VAR decisions that have not gone their way. I think they'll be looking for uh, an improvement, especially after Christmas.
0: Yeah, it seems that VAR has always been one of those things that the Bundesliga teams have been uh, loving so far this season. But we are going to be talking a lot, because when I first reached out to you, my my personal idea was to have you come on towards the end of the first half to kind of analyse how the season had gone. But... From a Bayern standpoint, we've had a lot of developments. And for that reason, I wanted you to come on sooner rather than later to talk about managerial changes and the future of management, but then also to just kind of take a look at how the uh, season has been turning out both in the Bundesliga and in the uh, Pokal, and then also how all of the German teams are doing in the Champions League. So let's start off by taking a look at the managerial situation fans and uh followers of the podcast will remember my very long tirade about uh niko kovac so first off i just wanted to get your thoughts on how he did as a Bayern manager
1: well i give did they give him enough time did they not give him enough time uh, if you come in and do well, you take over a team that firing in on all cylinders and you, you're going to do well because Bayern have got the quality to do well. But what he inherited was a side in transition. So there were players arriving that weren't really on the radar. I get the feeling that they took Cuissons pretty much because they needed to make signings, because they need to make people happy by saying, oh, look at all the people we're signing. Um, Coutinho became available and they grabbed him. Perisic another one I don't think these people were on the radar originally but because they are players of quality there's no d- denying it certainly with Perisic and uh, uh, Coutinho they are very 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 good players um, I, yeah would he have wanted those players it's not really his job to do anything other than integrate the players into the squad that he's got I do feel that he had the Bayern DNA. He knew how it worked. He knows what goes on there. Obviously, there's a big transition going on at the moment with uh, the departure of Uli Hoeness. That's that's going to change things around. Uh, Hasan Hamitić is going to be kicked upstairs um, onto the uh, into, onto the board uh, at the end of the season. There are changes uh, afoot. But Kovac knows also that if you get offered to be the coach of Bayern then you pretty much as a coach should, uh, should take it, you know, if um, just put the, put the boot on the other foot. If uh, Fox came to me and said, we'd like you in the stadium uh, every weekend on camera, and we'd like you to fly in and out of America. I'd, I'd take that job at the drop of a hat. Um, you know, it might not sit well with other people. It might not sit well with my family, but you know, these kind of those sort of opportunities have to be taken, uh, when they arise. And I don't, I don't think he's going to have any trouble getting another job. It's not like the poor man's going to be out on the street with uh, unable to feed his, his family. It's one of those things. You take the job. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it works out really well. And sometimes it doesn't. And it's not particularly lack of quality of, of his, I don't think. Look what he did with Frankfurt. But Bayern are not Frankfurt.
0: Do you think that uh, that there was anything really behind the scenes like we we all we can say at least from our point of view is like speculation and anything that we have from reports so we had a thought that the board didn't necessarily like him and that some of the players didn't necessarily like him do you know anything along those lines could you like speak more on any of those rumors
1: well the politically correct answer is no uh if there was something going behind on behind the scenes um It probably wouldn't be pertinent for me to speculate um, because I do work for the the DFL, for the German Football League uh, directly. Um, So speculation is something we try and avoid. Um, We tend to stick with things that are official. I mean, there's always going to be personality clashes. Uh, There there are always going to be coaches that would be wrong for Bayern. For instance, Jose, uh, Jose Mourinho would be would be totally wrong. For, for Bayern, he wouldn't get on with the board at all. I'm fairly sure. Just again, just my gut instinct. I have no evidence to back that up. But having seen the way he works and the way Bayern works, I don't think that would uh, that would work at all. Sometimes you have to be careful about just taking a big name for the sake of it. That can let you down. Look at Jürgen Klinsmann. That wasn't a, a happy scene when he was uh, at Bayern. It wasn't a happy scene when he was uh, in a few places. But that's a, that's a, that's a different story. No, as far as, um, you know, there's a lot of big egos in a side like Bayern. Uh, And it's not like he's not going to have the respect because he's been there and done it. He's played at Bayern. He's won everything uh, with Bayern. So, you know, I I, I think there's got to be more to it than that.
0: So moving from what happened to what may happen in the future. So Bayern, regardless of whether or not they should have or shouldn't have, fired Kovac at this point. Uh, the fact of the matter is they have an interim manager in Hansi Flick. He's won them two games and things seem to be looking pretty good for the rest of the season. Uh, what do you think are the prospects for the team going into the future of this season?
1: I think the same as every season that you can never write buy and off uh, one way or the other. At the moment, it's uh, it is it is too early to tell. We're only a third of the way through the season. Champions League still running, DFB Cup is still running. There's there's a lot to go. And remember, Christmas and the transfer uh, window are also just around the corner. Aside with the financial abilities that Bayern have, can prize people away from other sides. Uh, they've done it before and I dare say they'll do it again. So, you know, at the end of the season, if it was uh, if I had if I had my actual uh, wish, it would be a bit like last season, that uh, it would all run down to the last day of the season. And I get the feeling it's going to be very close all the way to the end this time again, but not just two sides, possibly three or four.
0: Are the ambitions of this Bayern team different now that they have an interim manager? Do people think that? They might be able to give Hansi Flick a break if he's not able to win them a treble, like is always expected of a Bayern manager?
1: As far as the players are concerned, they, they will get out there and try and win every single game. That's that's what players do. It's their function, um, is, is to go out there and win. Um, and I don't think unless there's some massive, massive destabilising uh, event within the side that Hansi Flick will have any kind of difficulties at all. I mean, he's uh, assistant coach the the German national team Um, he's been in in coaching for a long time. I don't think it's going to have that much of an an effect on him. What I think is probably going to be more of an effect is is the fact that now they've been through a coach, the side that are there now that he's got to work with. They know the disruptions that that causes to their everyday life. Um, You've got certain players that if they're fit, they'll be playing like Lewandowski, like Neuer. Okay, Thomas Muller wasn't happy. Maybe he's happier again now, but you never know what might happen with him in the winter. You know, they might uh, move him along. He might want to move along himself. It, uh, it remains to be seen how the rest of this, uh, the first half of the season uh, um, works out. But you'd um, it, be crazy to write by and off now.
0: So you'd be crazy to write by and off. I completely agree. But as opposed to writing it off now versus realistically thinking of how they will do where do you see the team going with uh with Hansi Flick in all three of the competitions they have
1: um I'll be honest I don't see him winning the Champions League this season I don't think this, the 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 squad is deep enough I don't think it's uh, gelled enough there will be you know they'll, they'll 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 get through I'm sure to to the to the knockout stages where Yeah, quarterfinals, semi-finals, who knows. But I can't see them winning it. That's just my opinion. Cup might be difficult too. And I think they might even just concentrate on the league. Although that's very few people would want to hear that. Um, uh, Well, Bayern fans would want to hear that. But it's possibly this season because the league is so tricky they might want to steer themselves more into that the, the 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 knockout stages of the of the cups of both cups that anything can happen in that you you can get surprised by by a side and and uh then you're out the upshot is that most important is Champions League qualification for next season um the uh the game in the in the cup of course is uh also a tricky one. Okay, it's at home, but Hoffenheim—they'll be hot. They'll—they'll they'll be very much up for that game. Um, we'll have to wait and see how that one turns out. But it, but it's never any different for Bayern. Everybody's always up for their game against Bayern.
0: So transitioning now from this season to the end of this season, Bayern now need to go after a manager. There have been multiple names floated. Who do you think? Bayern should go after question one and then question two who do you think they will actually get
1: (laughs) well you're asking me to be uh, to get the crystal ball out here I I think I think Ten Hag is what they is the player is, is the coach that they want and I think that the way that the Bayern structure works he'd probably be the best one for them because when you've got a coach like for a season or so ago. Uh, you know, they're very much again. It was the same same sort of thing I said about Mourinho. Is you know, they they are very much their own man, uh, and the Bayern board do like to have somebody that will do things their way. So I would I'd, I'd probably go again. This the, what I said before about the kovach uh, appointment you know you this is not something you get every day you don't get offered the Bayern job <laughs> at the end of every season so the, it's it's a it's a big one i I'm asking Wenger, of course is uh well out of the picture now uh because he's got his job at uh, world development at UEFA i think um recently i'm I'm sure that Mourinho's name will be bandied around and I'm sure he's very interested in the job but whether or not that's who Bayern would really want there is the possibility. Of Hansi Flick staying, of course.
0: That is very true. And if this season does turn out to be an absolute miracle where they win multiple trophies, then that could easily, easily happen. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with more from our interview with Phil Bonney. Welcome back, and we are going to continue with our interview with Phil Bonney. When I brought Derek Ray onto the podcast, I asked whether or not this season had gone to anybody's expectation, and the emphatic answer was no, which is very, very clear and obvious considering the current state of the Bundesliga table. What I'm wondering, because there are obviously a lot of teams that weren't expected to be here, München, Gladbach, Freiburg, uh, for example, so I'm wondering out of all of the surprise teams that are in the top six to top seven range of the table, who do you think has enough gas in the tank to go the distance throughout the season?
1: If you're talking top six, Leipzig and Dortmund, Gladbach, possibly. Freiburg and Hoffenheim, I don't think so. Just, just my feeling. I don't think Freiburg will be able to hold on to... Uh, they're fabulous. Twenty-one points, same as same as Bayern. Um, yeah, so I I think the real contenders or the real the the, the, the three I, I I tipped at the beginning of the season that just just for myself I think it's going to be a top three of Leipzig, Bayern, and Dortmund.
0: In speaking more of Dortmund, they haven't had the best run of form over the last couple of games, especially after the absolute 4 0 battering in der Klassiker. but outside of that, they haven't really seemed like the dominant team that we all expected them to be at the start of the season.
1: I think what's happened to them is they believed the the press that was happening at the time, uh, that it was their title to lose. Bayern were not looking uh, very stable at all. And all of a sudden, Coutinho, Perisic arrived and all of a sudden Bayern had a a team that was, uh, was up there again. There's only two points in it at the moment. And, uh, That is what makes the the league so exciting this this season, when you think that Frankfurt and Wolfsburg are ninth and 10th with 17 points. That's just four points behind Bayern and Leipzig in 2nd and 3rd. That is an incredibly tight Bundesliga. Um, Gladbach pulling away ever so slightly at the moment. Can they keep that up? Well, that they might be able to do so uh, I think this this actually this uh, transfer uh, window in January is going to be very very interesting too it's always a difficult time to prise players away from other teams and it might really have a big effect on on on, on the second half of the season um, but Dortmund yes I don't think like last season you you can't say oh it was the loss to Bayern and the loss in the derby to Schalke that that, that punished them or, or made them incapable of uh, pipping Bayern to the, to the to the title what what the Bundesliga is always about it's about consistency and it's about winning as many games as you can and it's not the game that you lose the the big one against direct rivals like Schalke or Bayern it's the Monday evening nil-nil draws with Augsburg. It's 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 getting beaten by um, teams like Nuremberg one-nil. Um, those are the games where the where the title gets away from you. Not not the big ones. Not not losing four-nil for Dortmund to, to to Bayern. That can happen. It's a it's a it's a big game. And, and traditionally in in Bayern, Dortmund don't have the best results. So I don't think you can put. We'll read too much into that obviously it's nice to beat your direct rivals that's a six pointer but at the same time if you then go and lose to Mainz it doesn't help you at all
0: do you think that if say Dortmund doesn't do well in these last final games of the Hinrunde and they drop down to let's call it like eighth or tenth do you think that they're out of the title race if they finish that poorly
1: well, I mean, this is fantasy, isn't it? And obviously, you're, uh, Bayern fans would love it if uh, Jaden Sancho is sold at Christmas, Lucien Favre is, uh, loses his job, maybe a couple of injuries, and then they slide down the table like uh, like nobody's business. It's all possible. <laughs> Whether or not it'll happen or not is another thing. Um, yeah, they've got not too bad squad this season. That was one of the reasons everybody uh, in the media was... was Saying well, you know, this could be their season. Um, it remains to be seen. Obviously, injuries, transfers, it's it, it's it's speculation. I mean, but in 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 a Bayern in a Bayern world, yes, Bayern go into top gear and win every game four 0 Dortmund slide. Leipzig have trouble. <laughs> and we're assuming Gladbach implode because I know Dortmund. Uh, I know Gladbach and uh, Bayern is 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 an, also uh, one of those games that Bayern don't like particularly.
0: I mean, as ridiculous as it sounds, it is possible. The difference between sixth and tenth is only two points, so that'll be interesting to watch that for the rest of the uh, for the rest of at least not only this half, but this uh, this season, and even more so the difference between second place and tenth place is four points, which makes this an incredibly volatile table as of the moment. But you mentioned before that you had hoffenheim and freiburg predicted to just implode do you like who else do you think has no hope left in in the title race
1: <laughs> it's very early to say as i say it's only a third of the way through the Third of the way through the season, but because of their inconsistency, I think Leverkusen will will, will, will struggle to. Uh, you know, if they if they buck up uh, their results, that you know they they're always going to be a side looking for European competition. Frankfurt, Wolfsburg as well. Hoffenheim have been on a, a good run recently, but I, I just get the feeling that they haven't got the steam to get through the whole season without without running out of steam. And you've also got to remember, obviously, uh, Bayern fans are always pretty much focused on the top of the table but when you look down at the the bottom of the table it's also really close there from Augsburg in 15th with 10 Union Berlin in 11th with 13 that's only three points and there's there's a few places there to be to be had you've got Mainz and Köln not completely out of it now if if they string a couple of wins together they bump themselves back up the table I'm as, as, a, as a commentator and as a neutral commentator it is very very much uh, a fascinating table this season I'm, I'm really loving every second
0: i don't recall a closer table at this point in the season and my
1: there hasn't been one
0: <laughs> yeah and I, I i obviously haven't been paying attention to soccer or alive as long as you have but i can't recall a table that has been this close but switching gears more from the bundesliga to the dfb pokal Bayern versus hoffenheim it wasn't probably the best uh, case scenario for a draw for uh, for Bayern Munich. Uh, how do you think that is going to play out?
1: Well, this is, that was interesting because when you when you look at the table now and you see where Hoffenheim are in the table now, they're obviously sitting very nicely in fifth. That looks like a real tough one for Bayern. But the game in the cup isn't until February. A lot can happen between now and February. So at home you'd probably fancy Bayern for that one, to be honest.
0: Very, very true. It'll be... That would be that would be really interesting if somehow, like, Bayern and Hoffenheim were, like, tied on points, but Hoffenheim had a better goal difference, and that would mean the game would be played at Bayern, and then Hoffenheim just choose that moment to uh, self-immolate and fall <laughs> down... fall a long, long way down the rest of the table. Uh, one thing that I'm really excited about and happy about is that there are two fourth division sides still this far in the competition uh you have Saarbrücken FC playing against Karlsruher and then you've got Verl playing against Union Berlin uh what are your thoughts on their performances in the cup it's one of those uh wonderful fantasy stories about a fourth division team going very far and of those two matchups, who do you think has the better chance to make it out in advance?
1: I think it's more likely that Zabrucken might get past Karlsruhe than Verl get past Union Berlin. Um, I think Union are just a little bit too much of a workmanlike side, and they will, they will do their job, although they're away. They're, uh, they're used to being and have been the underdogs most of this season. So I I think that they will they will they will get past Verl. Karlsruhe. I I think that if you're going to have a slip up in either of those two, I I I I would uh, I would put my money on Zabrocken uh, not getting through, but uh, getting um, beating Karlsruhe, but uh, SC they are not getting through.
0: Moving towards the uh, Champions League now. Bayern Munich still have a game against Tottenham to play. They still have a game at home. To play against tottenham they still have to go to belgrade to play red star do you think that they'll still be able to uh top their their group considering now that it's basically a two horse race between them and tottenham to top it
1: uh yeah i i i, I, I think that's pretty much uh Done. Wow, well, I say done deal is probably a little bit arrogant, but uh, I, I I would be surprised if uh, after giving Tottenham the spanking that they did, I, I I think mentally the Bayern side have got the measure of Tottenham now, and I think it will be difficult for Tottenham to squeeze past
0: them. As far as the rest of Germany's representation in the Champions League, Leverkusen is a question I will get to. Next, But Dortmund are second in a very, very tough group of death in Group F. Leipzig are first in their group in Group G. How impressed have you been starting off with Dortmund on their performance in that group with Inter and Barcelona? Um, And that's really going to be a really tough competition to see who will get second place uh between Dortmund and Inter who do you think is going to be able to come out with that
1: as 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 a as a Bundesliga uh, somebody works in the Bundesliga I'm really rather hoping that Dortmund will manage it if you can if you can draw with Barcelona and you can come back and score three goals against Inter Milan to get the win and and Inter had never surrendered a two-nil lead before in the Champions League and Dortmund had never come back from 2-0 down and as soon as the, my my colleague said that actually I thought oh that's a commentator's curse right there and of course that's exactly what happened i i think they will i think they'll just squeak it Dortmund i think they'll get that second place i don't think they'll get in front of barcelona but i think they will hold off inter
0: meanwhile meanwhile leipzig have been absolutely amazing in their group uh what do you think of their chances of course with the draw being a completely separate issue what do you think their chances are going to be in the knockout stages give them a favorable draw
1: i i i get the feeling that leipzig are not afraid of anybody um they won't they won't want to. Uh, who does want a tough a tough, tough draw but uh yeah, I can see them getting through the, uh, at least to the quarters if, they, if, the, if, they, if it goes right for them. You know, they've, they've got a great side working really well at the moment. Timo Werner, Marcel Sabitzer, Yusuf Paulsen. You know, there's, there's some really good performances in there once they get Halsenberg back again. this is a, This is a side that is a real contender this season.
0: And then looking at Leverkusen, now a lot of people are counting them out because they are dead last in their group. But that group, in terms of points, is very close. Um, And they have two games. They have to go away to Moscow to play Lokomotiv. But then they have Juventus, who have been struggling in the Champions League at home for their last two games. Realistically, two wins could potentially get them into second place, but they have been having struggles with their squad. Do you think they can do it? Nope.
1: I think they'll the big game for them. <laughs> That's
0: pretty set in <laughs> well, stone,
1: I guess. <laughs> well, you asked. Um, I don't think they can. I don't, I don't think they will because I, I I really can't see them getting the, the the swing necessary for them. I think their next game is the most important one. If they can beat locomotive away, they'll get into the UEFA. Uh, draw they'll get that third place but I can't see them getting past uh Juventus uh, well uh, uh, in in the game Juventus will I think win in in Leverkusen uh so yeah that's sorry sorry Leverkusen fans but I, I just can't see
0: it. Neverkusen strikes again uh last question when I had Phil on I asked him a more funny question at the very end uh Derek calls Champions League games on uh, EA Sports' FIFA 20 as well as a couple of Bundesliga games. So I'm wondering, and probably a couple of other fans are wondering, when will we be able to hear you calling Bundesliga games on uh, FIFA 21 or any of the future renditions?
1: As soon as I get as internationally famous as Derek Ray, because Derek travels a lot, he works in the States, he works in the UK, he works in Germany, I'm fairly, fairly sure he probably works in Australia and New Zealand and places like that as well. There is not a place that Derek Ray is not working. He's even working when he's in the aeroplanes flying across continents. Uh, he spends more time in aeroplanes than uh, than the pilots do, I think. <laughs> but uh, I would love I have actually in the past done uh, some small version once um, um, but they were just for internal uh, for a Spanish club I I won't name them but they were just an internal um, just demo really I would I would like to do it Um, part of my uh, yeah we all love I'll just say this I love FIFA I loved it for many many years Um, But as you know, I'm I'm knocking on a bit now at 55. My my daughter is uh, 20, will be 21 soon. The last FIFA that I bought was FIFA 98. (laughs) She was born in 99. So I think you get the idea. You run out of uh, run out of time to play. So I haven't actually, although I've heard excerpts of of Derek, um, it's been a while. But uh, I'm aware of the the, the, uh, I'm aware of the brand, put it that way. (laughs)
0: Well, if anybody here works for EA Canada or knows any uh, game developers over there, uh, kick Phil's name over and uh, try to get that to happen. Well, uh, that'll be that'll be the end of this one. Phil, thank you so much for coming on and agreeing to do this. Uh, do you have anything that you want to like promote or any final things to say, anything along those lines?
1: Well, I'm very flattered to have been asked. It's uh, it's it's always great to get feedback from people, Um, you know, sometimes uh, (laughs) sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's less positive. But uh, no, just keep, keep watching the Bundesliga. It's one of the most exciting leagues in the world, I feel. Um, don't always expect to win 4-0 if you're a Bayern fan. It, uh, it doesn't always go that way. But um, no, thanks, thanks for watching. Thanks for placing your, your trust in, in, in the product and, and enjoying the product. And that's more than, uh, more than reward is, is, is when people talk about how good the Bundesliga is. So, yeah, I hope your team does well but not as well as mine. That's the way I always
0: like to think <laughs> it. That's a very good way to think about it. And you're one of our favorites here. So thank you very much for coming on and everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to like, rate, share, subscribe, all of that, uh, beautiful and wonderful nonsense. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Bavarian FB works. You can follow me on Twitter at Jefferson Fenner. You can follow Phil on Twitter at Bundesliga underscore Phil And until the end of the international break, after Bayern Munich plays Dusseldorf, we will release an episode of Bavarian Podcast Works. So until then, thank you for listening, and we will see you later. Auf Wiedersehen.